Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I am Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Twice a week on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I am considering this one. Where is the accountability for a huge mistake that we have made with testing? It's day 224 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India and we are reporting 4,462,965 cases with 75,091 deaths. Tonight's episode was supposed to be my interview with Dr. S.P. Kalantri, but I just wanted to get a quick bit of news in and you can hear the full Dr. Kalantri interview on Sunday. I was struck by an admission made by the Health Secretary Rajesh Bhushan on Tuesday about testing and it really summed up a big part of our attitude to testing for me. First, the Health Secretary started by saying how much they've increased testing by. The first thing is that we have until now conducted over 5 crore tests. There is now only one country in the world that has tested more than us. If you see in the last one week, we have conducted over 10 lakh cases each day on average. If you look at tests per million, this has also grown exponentially, an unprecedented growth. On 24th August, we were conducting 26,000 tests per million people. Now we are testing more than 36,000 tests per million people. 21 states and union territories are testing even more than the national average per million. Well, this is as such true, meaning we have increased testing. But it's also still true that despite this being a press conference in which virtually every number that was compared with other countries was presented proportionate to populations, how low our cases per million and deaths per million are compared to other countries, the government did not put up a slide of tests per million compared to other countries, which would have shown us to be 119th out of 194 countries on tests per million. And there's also my continuing frustration with the health secretary pointing out how many states are above the national average, because that's just how averages work, don't they? Anyway, moving on from that, the health secretary got asked a couple of questions about antigen tests, and that's the part I want to talk about. In my reporting for India Today, I check on antigen tests at the state level almost every day. And right from mid-July, I could see that instead of using antigen tests to supplement their RT-PCR tests, many states were now using it to substitute RT-PCR tests. Antigen tests also look for genetic material of the virus in a swab, but they are quicker, cheaper, but also less sensitive, meaning each antigen test swab is less likely to detect viral material than an RT-PCR test, which is highly sensitive. Now, the government does not release data on how many antigen tests are being conducted in the whole country, and while states like Delhi, Kerala, Karnataka and Andhra Pradesh do release data on this, Neither the central nor the state governments release data on what share of antigen and RT-PCR tests respectively are testing positive. So that's one problem, especially because we now have two data points about this, which do show that antigen tests are detecting fewer positive cases. One, Mumbai's municipal corporation has now begun to release a host of valuable data every day, and this includes the number of RT-PCR and antigen tests conducted each day, along with the share that came out positive. 
I've linked to their graph and it shows that antigen tests were detecting between 10 and 20 percentage points fewer positives than RT-PCR tests were. Secondly, the Delhi government was forced to disclose some of this data in a high court case and it showed that antigen test positivity was so low that that was really what was driving Delhi's test positivity rate down rather than there being fewer positive cases to detect. I wrote about it for India Today in July and I've linked to those pieces. Given that Delhi is now seeing a huge spike of over 4,000 cases each day, it could well be that the July and August antigen experiment could prove costly. In an interview to Anisha Bedi of The Print, Dr. S.K. Sarin, the chief of the Delhi government-constituted expert panel on COVID, said as much. It is possible that we are using a rapid antigen test and rat has a little less sensitivity, specificity, than the RT-PCR. So, there could be 5-10% of the people who may be positive and are not picked up. And these could be slowly spreading the virus. On its own, the lower sensitivity of antigen tests should not be a problem because the ICMR's testing protocol says that every symptomatic person who tests negative on an antigen test must be given a follow-up RT-PCR test to rule out the virus. There's two immediate problems though. One, that it leaves the definition of symptomatic cases to the doctor or the person conducting the test. The other is that it requires a level of follow-up that our health systems have simply not demonstrated so far. We know, for example, that as early as the end of April, when cases were under 50,000, we did not have the most basic details, including symptoms and contact details, for the majority of those who had tested positive. And now here, incredibly, is Mr. Bhushan admitting, again, that many states cannot keep up with symptomatic people testing negative on antigen tests, and they just go missing. When we give advice to states or conduct review meetings, we repeatedly tell states and union territories to pay attention to the fact that our entire strategy's focus should be that we should chase the virus. The people within state governments who have been tasked with the responsibility of combating the pandemic should be chasing the virus as public health managers. But the important part here is that you can chase the virus only when you catch the missing persons. This is a very important principle. You can chase the virus only when you catch the missing persons. You can chase the virus only when you catch the missing person. We have central teams that go to states from time to time. Now, when I'm speaking to you, right now, we have central teams in UP, in Jharkhand, in Chhattisgarh, in Odisha, in Chandigarh, in Punjab. The feedback that they give us, they give to state governments too. Before they return, they do a detailed debriefing with the state's chief secretary and health secretary. Based on the feedback from them, we can share with you that there are many such states where if a person tests negative on a rapid antigen test but has symptoms, meaning symptomatic negative people, as a result of the rapid antigen test, they have to compulsorily be given an RT-PCR test. We have seen that many such people who were symptomatic negative on antigen tests and were not given RT-PCR tests. So that is what I mean when I say that you have to catch that missing person. Those people who you are not able to catch and identify in this system 
दे आर स्प्रेडिंग दी इन्फेक्शन चिन्हित नहीं कर पा रहे कैच नहीं कर पा रहे हैं वो ही इन्फेक्शन को फैला रहे दिस इज एन इनक्रेडिबल एडमिशन टू मी वी नो नाउ फ्रॉम सम इंट्रेपिड न्यूज रिपोर्टिंग दैट दिस इज हैपनिंग The Indian Express's Saurav Roy Burman in Delhi filed a right to information request with the city's administration and here's what he found. Fewer than 1% of the 700,000 people who had taken rapid antigen tests thus far in Delhi were retested. I've linked to the piece and I think anyone would agree that it's unlikely that fewer than 1% had symptoms. When you add that to Mr. Bhushan's admission, Here is the capital city that is least likely to suffer administrative incapacity and they can't do it. So what does the government expect poorer states to be doing? This was his take at the press conference. So hamara rajya sarkaron se we are repeatedly requesting the states that there are ICMR guidelines, health ministry guidelines that symptomatic negative people from rapid antigen tests they have to mandatorily necessarily be given an RT-PCR test. this is very important even if 100 people are left out the number of people they can potentially infect is an area of concern ye chinta ki baat so that's my question then where is the accountability where does the buck stop should we go on allowing states to conduct more and more antigen tests knowing that this is happening especially since states with low administrative capacity are exactly the very backward states that will conduct ever more antigen tests because their labs don't measure up for rt pcr tests i find it hard to accept this throwing up of the hands this attitude that we are telling the states but they don't do it we've got to design strategy for a state that cannot pull this stuff off not an imagined utopia thank you for listening this episode was edited by anand krishnamurthy On the next episode a new question